Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The lights are out. Hurry, get to the lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Jump pass over to Porter, left way, back to Curry. Over to the right corner, there's Peyton, won't take the shot. Now Porter gets it to Curry. Curry off a screen, three ball, got it! Curry! Warriors up five with a minute 25 to go. 116-111. And the Warriors would win 123-116 to inside Salt Lake City. And the Golden State Warriors do it again. Consecutive Holiday Saturdays, what a win for the Golden State Warriors as they improve to 28-7. and They do it without Draymond Green, and they beat uh, one of their top competitors in the Western Conference as far as the playoff race goes for standing uh, atop the conference. Jazz came into this one just a game and a half back of the Warriors, and uh, the Warriors send another Major League message to a team beneath them in the standings. Last week it was the Phoenix Suns, and tonight uh, it was the Utah Jazz. 888-957-9570, That's the phone number to participate in the program. Let's react to this one as the Warriors win it with a 37-25 fourth quarter after they were outscored 41-22 in the third. Pretty much put on a clinic in the first half of this one uh, as the Warriors were up 64-50 to at the half in Salt Lake City. A uh, ball game where the Warriors would lead by as many as 16 and then it would get flipped around on them in the third quarter. And the Warriors found themselves uh, down eight early in the fourth quarter. It was 94-86 to 
early in the fourth quarter, there were some calls that had been going uh, against the Warriors. They were frustrated. You had Steve Kerr and, and Andre Iguodala each picking up technical fouls. I, I've been in Salt Lake City many times over the years where the Jazz get on a run and the, the visiting team in there can start to feel like things are, are, are going against you a little bit and the frustration can mount. And the frustration was, was definitely mounting for the Warriors late in the third and early in the fourth quarter. Stephen Curry was resting at that point in time. And the Warriors were looking like maybe they were going to let an opportunity to to get a big win slip away, but they would wind up outscoring the Jazz 37-22 over the course of the final 11-34. They outscored the Jazz 12-5 in the final couple of minutes as it was tied at 111, but really just an incredible display uh, of composure for the Warriors to regroup with everything going awry after just a tremendous first half to, to put themselves out to the lead that they had. And then it was a hell of a lot of Steph Curry in the final couple of minutes as he had nine of the final 12 on that 12-5 run to finish the game. And then Andre Iguodala, for good measure, one of a couple of dagger threes. Uh, just just tremendous. A dagger three there and, and just one of uh, uh, two big-time makes from three-point range uh, in this ball game, And another terrific night for Iguodala just when the Warriors need it in in some hostile environments in some some big games and he played very well opening night in LA uh, he played exceptional with the Warriors uh, on that road trip a couple of weeks back as as they were uh, able to win in Boston and he just comes up big in the big moments he's a guy that is always a threat, uh, even if he's not going to make any shots over the course of, of a night. You know he's going to make the big shot uh, w- when it counts. And so Iguodala was able to do that again in the closing minutes, and, and the Warriors walk out of Salt Lake City 123-116 to winners to improve to 28-7. and And just like the message that they were able to send to the Phoenix Suns last week, pretty similar going into the ball game tonight. You don't have Draymond Green. The Jazz are at full strength. And, and I'll tell you another thing uh, about this game as far as the Utah Jazz. They rested Mike Conley last night to get him ready for this game in in the second of a back-to-back. They had Minnesota in their building last night. And Quinn Snyder, he treated this game tonight like it was a playoff game. They were matching rotations. They were they were trying to match up Gobert and Curry's minutes. There were certain players that he wanted on the floor at certain times when the Warriors had certain players on the floor. He played eight in a regular season game in January. Eight. Eight-man rotation. It was it was Conley, Mitchell, O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Gobert, and then off the bench it was Ingles, Rudy Gay, and, and Jordan Clarkson. And so he he treated this even with Draymond Green out for the Warriors, like it was a must-win kind of a game. Like it was a game that 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 the Jazz really needed to make sure that they tried to get. And then the Warriors come out and they play an exceptional first quarter. Uh, an outstanding first half, just suffocating defense. The the ball was 
zipping around. They were cutting. Otto Porter Jr. and Andrew Wiggins were, were just incredible, spectacular. 33 points combined in the first half, and the Warriors looked like they had a shot to maybe turn the thing into a blowout uh, coming out for the third quarter. Held the Jazz to 4 for 21 from three-point range uh, in, in the quarter, and it was just it was just a clinic. I mean, it was championship-level defense going up against a Utah Jazz team that, that clearly wanted tonight's game badly. And the Warriors just put it to them, up 14, just humming, and then in the third quarter, everything changes. It goes the other way, 41-22, Otto Porter and Andrew Wiggins, nothing in the third quarter in terms of scoring after the 33 in the first half. The Jazz started making threes. They ramped up the physicality. They started hitting the Warriors on the, the on the offensive glass, and as I mentioned, they had the Warriors frustrated. They had the Warriors looking like maybe they were about to uh, about to lose their cool, and it was going to be night night early in that fourth quarter. But they were able to gather. They were able to compose themselves. They were able with Stephen Curry off the bench to hang in it and hang close enough to where it effectively became a back and forth contest, a contest that that looked like just a. A terrific basketball game between two of the best teams, probably two top four or top five teams in the NBA when it's all said and done. Uh, but the Warriors able to, to out-execute, get enough stops down the stretch. And then uh, Stephen Curry uh, tonight brought the Warriors home with the nine points of the 12 uh, in that final couple of minutes stretch where the Warriors outscored the Jazz 12 to 5. So 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson here on Warriors Wrap-Up uh, on 95.7. The game as we'll be with you here till uh, just about 10 o'clock reacting to this one as the, the Warriors uh, improved to 28-7 and seven and another message sent uh, to a, a team that, that figures to be in contention with them. And, and I think you just go up and down the list. Uh, Warriors send in a little bit of a message within the last week against the Memphis Grizzlies, albeit inside Chase Center, uh, a team that had played the Warriors tough and had beaten them a couple of times going back to the play-in tournament last year, going back to the, the game where they were able to come back toward the end of October and, and, and beat the, the, the Warriors uh, and win that game in overtime. Message sent. Uh, with the Warriors beating them the way that they did going back about a week and a half ago. Uh, Warriors wind up losing the first matchup against the Suns in the regular season. What do they do? They come right back. They beat them in the rematch in in early December. And then the big-time statement, without Jordan Poole, without Andrew Wiggins, they go in and beat a Phoenix Suns team at full strength with all their guys. And, and, And they do it... Uh, by closing the game out down the stretch and by just playing a just playing a real clean winning game for the most part, and now the Warriors without Draymond Green are able to do it to the to the Utah Jazz. So so messages delivered. I think the Laker game. Nobody knew the Lakers stunk on opening night uh, to the level that they have stunk over the course of of this season as a whole. That was a massive game on opening night. Warriors go in there with a big second half, and they win at Staples Center on opening night. You, you look at November and the middle of November, and the Warriors going into Brooklyn, a game that everybody's got circled. It's Kevin Durant against Stephen Curry. 
two of the MVP favorites at that particular point in time, still are. Uh, but you look at the Warriors, they go in there, they win that game on November the 16th. Some some major league statement wins for the Golden State Warriors as they continue to show that the sky is the limit for this team. Uh, another one of those wins tonight that I think falls in line on a couple of different fronts. It's a championship-type performance, being able to, to win the game in the fashion they did shorthanded. Uh, and... Uh, it also is the type of game where you start to look at the opponent. And I was having this conversation on the air yesterday with Matt Steinmetz as I was filling in for Guru. And it, it's in line with a week ago in Phoenix. I'm just, all due respect to the Jazz, going to look at them a little bit differently. Uh, when Because of this game tonight. Because at home against a Warriors team without Draymond Green... The Warriors are still able to be the better team on the floor in three of the four quarters and overcome the bad quarter and win in an extremely hostile environment shorthanded. They're able to do it last week. That, As we start to look at playoff series and Clay Thompson coming back and James Wiseman coming back and, and teams that are going to have to potentially win four out of seven – I just think the margin for error is greater for the Warriors. I think the Warriors are putting in the back of the mind of a lot of these teams that it, it may very well be too much of an ask to beat them four times in seven. To me, the Warriors, with each of these victories, are putting themselves in position where they are becoming more and more the clear-cut favorite in the Western Conference and the clear-cut favorite to get to – uh, an NBA Finals, and win a championship. I mean, it, it pretty much is as simple as that. I want to see them play Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving. I want to see them play Milwaukee, uh, who they haven't played yet. Um, the Miami game on Monday at Chase Center is, is going to be an interesting game. But the Warriors have, have taken on all comers. They've at times done it shorthanded. Hell, you could make a case they've done it the whole year shorthanded because Clay Thompson hasn't returned to this point. But just just a tremendous, tremendous win uh, for the Warriors. They look like a team that made the most of having a few days off and a couple of practices on back-to-back days in Denver. 39 assists on, on 46 made buckets tonight. 39 assists, and this is without Draymond Green, who it looked like they missed more offensively in the game at Chase Center going back to Tuesday than they did defensively as they were able to hold the Nuggets to to 89, even though they were able to score 85. So they figured out a way to do it. Otto Porter and Andrew Wiggins. uh, how, How great has Otto Porter Jr. been in the two games these last two holiday Saturdays, the Warriors' victory in Phoenix and the Warriors' victory tonight? Otto Porter, 19 points on 8 of 13, 3 of 7, 3 in the game against Phoenix. And tonight he goes for 20 on 9 of 14. The mid-range was working, and, and he just does so many things, whether it's rebounding or, or just playing smart hoop, uh, that help allow uh, a team like the Warriors earn a victory. And, and look, the Andrew Wiggins all-star case continues to be made. I mean, went 4 of 6 from 3 and 25 points tonight – and just at times, I mean, tonight I made the joke on Twitter, 
You look like Kevin Durant out there, man. He's pulling up from three. He's driving into the lane, pulling up from, from 15 to 17, knocking it down with ease. Uh, just just great, great stuff from Andrew Wiggins uh, in, in this ballgame tonight. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. It's Warriors wrap-up here uh, on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson with you till 10 o'clock uh, as the Warriors uh, just continue to rack up the big wins uh, on this season as they are playing uh, 800 ball uh, now through 35 games. And, and oh, by the way, Clay Thompson, uh, Clay Thompson, his return is coming at some point here uh, in the next week or in the next two weeks, uh, it, it would seem. And so that's only going to allow the Warriors to to take what they've been able to accomplish to this point, and and then have the prospect of of ramping it up uh, to uh, an even higher level. Uh, also, Steve Kerr post game, and we will hear from the Warriors head coach uh, in just a few minutes here, coming up uh, in about ten minutes. Uh, but Steve Kerr said there is optimism that. Draymond Green could clear the health and safety protocols now uh, with the uh, consecutive tests and also the league dropping the rate uh, in terms of who, how long a player has to, to sit out uh, if he's uh, asymptomatic. Uh, so, yeah, optimism that Draymond could clear the protocols and be able to return uh, against the Heat. More on that uh, coming likely tomorrow uh, or early on Monday. But uh, some good news on that front as the Warriors have been able to to get through a stretch. And, and there have been teams that have just been ravaged by whole rotations and 60 to 80 percent of starting lineups uh, because of the health and safety protocols and, and, and taking L's and having to really try and regroup and and the Warriors have I think at this point been fortunate at the way that things have played out you know they did lose Jordan Poole for a couple of weeks Poole was back tonight and and interestingly enough in a sixth man role uh, only played 17 minutes but did have 10 points off the bench I think you know that's going to be a role uh, that the Warriors are, are trying right now to to get him used to because that's going to be his role once Clay Thompson returns but they they lost Poole uh, for for a stretch, and then they did lose Wiggins, uh, and and that was tough. So you didn't have Poole and Wiggins, uh, but the Warriors were able to still survive and beat Sacramento and find a way to get the job done against Memphis, and they get the shorthanded win against the Suns. It, it did uh, when Draymond Green was also ruled out, even though Wiggins w- was able to come back. Let's not forget Damian Lee. Uh, it caught up with them against Denver. But I think if you look at these last couple of weeks from the time that Jordan Poole went out and then the game in Toronto that the Warriors punted on, come home, beat Sacramento, beat Memphis, you win the game at Phoenix. So you're 3-1 and one since you came home, 3-2 and two if you factor in the game uh, against Toronto, 4-2 and two if you take the game uh, w- with Boston, uh, and then you win this one tonight. So you're 5-2 you're and two now uh, if you're the Warriors coming off of all of the time that you've had to deal with losing players in the health and safety protocols. And, and you know, the good news is uh, it, it, 
you know, guys are getting healthier and guys are able to, to come back. And then you hope that you get through it and you got to make up a game in Denver at some point down the line. But you also hope that uh, if you did have some positives that, that you're probably not going to have those same players you would think be testing positive at any point uh, again uh, over the course of, of the regular season or, or on into the playoffs. So the Warriors, I think you look at them stacking this win tonight and it's just another win in the long line of, of quality wins, not only against the, the premier opponents that the Warriors are going to see uh, and they're battling for, for playoff seeding with, but they're also making it through and handling some of the health and safety protocol issues that have ravaged the league in a, in a better way than a lot of these other teams have, have been able to handle it to this point. So hell of a win for the Warriors. Message sent to the Jazz. What a two weeks of, of holiday Saturdays as uh, they won this one tonight in Salt Lake City, 123-116. to 888 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. That's the phone number to give me a call or shoot me a text here. Uh, some phone calls coming up. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We will also hear from Andre Iguodala and others as Warriors wrap-up rolls on right here on 95.7 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Curry down the right side. Right elbow finds Porter. Bounce pass to Wiggins. Let's it fly. Three ball. Left corner pocket. Golden State up 106-103. Porter drives on Bogdanovich. Little fadeaway jumper. Automatic with the bucket. And it's 111-106. The Jazz call time. Otto Porter with another 20-point night. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95-7 The Game. Warriors win at 123-116. Tim Roy on the call right here on 95-7 The Game. Another 20-point night for Otto Porter in 36 minutes as he got the start in the place of Draymond Green, who continues to be in the health and safety protocols. Jordan Poole back tonight, but back Coming off the bench as Gary Payton the second stayed in the starting lineup and he knocked down a couple of threes. I tell you, Payton, if he's going to knock down two of five from three point range, I think the Warriors would take that on a night in night out basis. And Poole right now uh, getting himself groomed for the role that he's going to be in coming off the bench once uh, Clay Thompson returns. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Big time win for the Warriors. Big time uh, message sent to the Utah Jazz on the heels of the victory a week ago in Phoenix as the Warriors able to do it shorthanded and, and just do it in impressive, impressive fashion. A couple of text messages uh, I, I wanted to get to. Uh, we had a few people uh, talking about the officiating in the game tonight. And look, there's going to be times where, where you – you don't get a good whistle. And you know what? I don't like to make a big deal about that because it's something that, that every team at some point has to overcome. And, you know, I was more concerned as the Warriors were losing their cool and the Jazz were, were ramping up the physicality on, on Stephen Curry and others and, and trying to flip the game. I, I was more interested to see whether the Warriors would be able to play through it. And, and get the game back to a point to where they could you know hang close and then ultimately finish it because Salt Lake City can be a, a real hostile uh, you know type environment and so you, you got to dig deep and you got and you got to play through it and you gotta if you want to pick up a tech or, or get frustrated about it because you, you don't think you're getting the whistle that that's fine you can do it but keep yourself from completely unraveling and that was something that I wrote down and, and even tweeted out at some point I want to see how the Warriors handle this I want to see how the Warriors conduct themselves forget about you know, whining and complaining about whether you think the Warriors or Steph Curry in particular are not getting a whistle. Forget about all that. It's can you play through it? Because if you can play through it and win a game like that, that's far more important than anything else. Because I'll tell you right now, nobody's losing a playoff series over a tough stretch of calls that you feel are going against you in a late third quarter or an early fourth quarter of a, of a game against one of the better teams in the league. It's just not going to be the decider. So, you know, I appreciate those that, that have chimed in, and, and there were a lot of people even on Twitter tonight that were chiming in as far as the officiating goes. To me, the bigger headline is that the Warriors were able to suck it up. Yeah, they were ticked off, and I thought Steve Kerr was, was going to get himself ejected. You could have made a case he, he probably should have been ejected uh, with the way that he went in uh, on the officials there for a stretch, did pick up a tech. Iguodala coming off the bench to, to just check it into the game, right back into the game before I think he'd even played a second uh, in that 
particular shift. He picked up a technical foul. Again, a lot of Warrior fans are bent about the officiating. That's fine. I'm not going to go too far down that path, but the thing that I will say is it's impressive as hell the way the Warriors are able to to overcome it, play through it, not let it do them in when they had had the game flipped on them to the tune of a 24-point run uh, by by the Jazz to go from 16 up to 8 down and Stephen Curry on the bench and probably three and a half minutes away from checking back into the game uh, and you're feeling like you're you, you know you're you're in the cauldron and you're and you're circling the drain a little bit uh-uh warriors said uh-uh what weren't going to have that happen i think that just adds to the sweetness if you're a warriors fan and in, in being able to to win that game uh, in that type of environment the 510 on the text line uh, brings up something that I hadn't to this point. Uh, how big was Kaminga at the end of the third and the beginning of the fourth uh, versus Jordan Clarkson? That was something that I, I had not mentioned to this point but did make a note of as far as you know, some of the minutia of this game. Clarkson really got rolling, and Kaminga did have a stretch where – he slowed him down and, and made life difficult on him. The length, I, I think, bothered him. The athleticism bothered him. And then Kaminga was subbed out. And it really had me wondering, does Kaminga maybe need to be in there and match Clarkson's time on the floor? He stepped out and immediately Clarkson hit a three. And you're thinking, okay, well, is he is he going to – I think Steve Kerr called a timeout. You're thinking, is, is he going to get Kaminga back in the game? Ultimately, he didn't. But, yeah, I think that's a, a real astute point uh, as far as the, the five. 510 uh, brings up and, and the job that, that Kaminga did. 213, uh, Iguodala putting daggers in the Jazz like he's in the NBA Finals. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, that's just, it's just what Iguodala does. <laughs> it's just what Andre Iguodala does. And it's why you go get Andre Iguodala, frankly, for, for games like this one, the game in, in L.A., uh, the game in Boston a few weeks back when, when he hadn't been – when he had just returned off of the injury, he tends to play his best in some of the most difficult environments in some of the bigger games. And the five one zero also chiming in with respect to the Warriors handling the COVID issues better than other teams potentially because of their chemistry. Uh, I'll buy that. Uh, I'll buy that. Uh, but I also think – a lot of it is just the fact that that they've had a little bit of spread out absences. It was it was Pool for a couple, then it was Pool and Wiggins for a couple, and then Wiggins comes back, but you lose Draymond for a couple, and now you've got Pool back. Uh, where I mean, there have been teams that that would have there have been teams that would have lost the equivalent of Wiggins and Pool and Draymond and Steph and and Gary Payton and and name another guy all at the same time and it's just gotten to a point where not only teams and Denver obviously comes to mind because of some of the other injuries but teams that just they could feel the team but they're fielding the team and they're just not in in any you know by any means able to field a competitive enough team to win uh so it kind of wrecks a season for a a stretch and you're gonna have to overcome it the Warriors have not uh the Warriors have been able to withstand that. And, you know, fortunately to this point, Steph Curry hasn't been among those that have had to miss. That could be a, a game changer. But but I think if you go back to the Boston game through tonight, 5-2 and two over these last couple of weeks while dealing with the COVID issues, it's another area where the Warriors have a, 
have a big time uh, a big time advantage. Uh, one more text, and we'll hear from Steve Kerr. Only negative tonight. Missed free throws. A lot of missed free throws this season. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, on Warriors Live when Whitey Gleason joined me. And, and make sure you keep it locked here on 95.7 The Game tomorrow morning as we're going to have a special Sunday edition of Warriors this week. We didn't do it uh, today because of the New Year's holiday. Give everybody a chance to, to sleep in, uh, typically on 9 to noon on Saturdays. But uh, we're going to do it tomorrow, 9 to 11. Truncated edition, uh, Sunday edition, but then back a week from today on January the 8th, 9 to 12 with Warriors this week. And then one more just for fun here because I, I, I like these hypotheticals. 415, J.D., if you could have Jordan Clarkson now or Jordan Poole three years from now, who would you take? Uh, I, I, I'll take Jordan Poole three years from now. I mean, I, I think for what the Warriors have right now, I'll, I'll take Jordan Poole right now too. I mean, Clarkson's obviously reigning sixth man. And and a terrific bench piece and, and somebody that the Jazz count on for big things. But uh, I, I think what the Warriors are getting out of Jordan Poole as a younger player and a player that continues to grow, but they they'll they'll take that right now and, and yeah, absolutely take uh, whoever the player that he continues to grow and, and, and develop into. And he's already made tremendous strides over the course of uh, the last couple of years. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and quickly hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr in Salt Lake City, off of one of the bigger Dubs wins of the season. They get it done tonight against the Jazz. Here's the head coach. What you say about the play of Andre? Uh, yeah, Andre was uh, was huge tonight. I mean, there were, there were so many guys played well. Our, our team played well together, but I felt like Andre held it together for us. You know, when when things went haywire in that third quarter, and and the Jazz really uh, took it to us. But uh, Andre is amazing. You know, the way he uh, kind of directs the offense, handles the ball, uh, distributes it, and then obviously, you know, we know how good he is defensively. But, uh, you know, the two threes he knocked down late in the game were just uh, enormous shots. What does this – Shut the door. You win this game. A little shorthanded. I obviously know Draymond. won. You won it with guys out. What, is the, what are those two wins specifically say about you guys? Well, I think uh, the, the win – Tonight and the one in Phoenix uh, speak to our depth and uh, you know just our the overall strength of our roster, uh, the versatility of the roster. You know, I, I think I said after that game in Phoenix, what a great job uh, Bob and his his staff did putting this team together. And I think uh, from, from that, that's really on a lot of levels. You know, the versatility, the ability for us to play a lot of lineups. But also the character of the group, you know, the fact that we have so many guys who are just single-minded in terms of wanting to win and competing and, uh, you know, willing to take a back seat when it's not their night and uh, and then be ready to play when it is. So we've got a deep, deep group, and uh, they are, uh, you know, they're really tight, and they, they play hard, and, and we got a lot of, lot of talent. What specifically was hurting you guys in that third? What did you guys change in the fourth? Well, number one, Utah uh, responded like we knew they would. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the league. They're playing at home. Uh, they played very poorly in the first half. They were about four for 21 from three. 
uh, we kind of had our way. I think we scored 60 points, uh, 64 points in the first half. So, uh, you know, that's to be expected against a great team. They're going to, they're going to bounce back and, and, um, go on a run. So they did a great job of moving the ball, of getting up into, uh, us defensively and making us uncomfortable and controlled that third quarter. But that, that requires a lot of energy too. And I think, uh, you know, that, that lead we had at halftime, uh, forced them to really, uh, get after it in that third quarter. And they did, but, uh, we had, I thought we, we had more energy in the fourth as a result. How about Porter? Uh, you know, you obviously started in place with Draymond tonight. He had 28 assists in place down the stretch. Um, what does he continue to be? Just a, a, a hell of a basketball player. You know, um, he understands the game at such a deep level. He understands um, where the ball is supposed to go, where he should be uh, spacing, um, you know, the hockey assist. He understands all that stuff on offense. And then defensively, he's always in the right spot. And, um, you know, he's a good shot blocker. He gets his hands on a lot of, a lot of uh, passes. He had three steals tonight, I think. So Otto's just a really, really good player, and uh, we're lucky to have him. Hi, Steve. Um, as a as a coach with, well, in that fourth quarter there, Andre, Steph, Otto, and um, Andrew had 32 of your 37 points. I'm curious, how comforting is it to have a group of veterans you can turn to in a fourth quarter of a close game on a, in a tough venue in a, sort of a playoff environment? Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's a, a real sense of, uh, of comfort and security as a coach when you know you've got guys you can go to uh, to uh, to play big minutes down the stretch, whether it's, you know, Steph or Otto or Wiggs or, or you know, uh, Andre. Um, you know, we feel really confident and comfortable with Jordan Poole out there in crunch time. Obviously, Clay is a three-time champ. Uh, Looney. Um, you know, has been key for us in our championship runs. So we've got a bunch of guys who've been out there and they're not phased by uh, the pressure. Did you get an explanation on Iguodala's technical? Uh, I did not. Yeah, I don't know what, what it was. I know why I got mine. I deserved it. I know it. why you yeah. got yours. I deserved it, yeah. Um, do you know yet at all, Draymond, is there optimism in the Miami uh, there's optimism, but we don't know. Um, you know, we'll uh, we'll see if he clears protocols um, tomorrow, and we're hopeful, but uh, we don't know yet. All right, so Steve Kerr there, the last part with regard to Draymond Green, uh, optimism that he could potentially clear the health and safety protocols and return on Monday against the Heat, and the Warriors have uh, the one home game against the Heat uh, on Monday, and then they are right back on the road for a couple of more. They take on Dallas and then the Pelicans before they come home again for just one game on January the 9th against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and then it's back on the road for five before a seven-game homestand that will close out the back end uh, of uh January uh, before the Warriors uh, ultimately head on the road again at that point. So they're, they're fighting through this stretch with a lot of road games and a lot of difficult opponents, but they're doing it uh, while still maintaining uh, a pretty quality record. And uh, Steve Kerr, among the many things he discussed there, crediting Andre Iguodala for keeping the Warriors together late in that third quarter. I've mentioned a couple of different times. I thought that the key stretch of the game, 
was the fact that the Warriors were able to keep their composure, not get down double digits, not get down 13 or 14, where all of a sudden it's it's lights out and the Jazz wind up flipping a game that the Warriors had a big lead and, and kind of run them out. Uh, great point, I thought, from the head coach of the Warriors with respect to Utah answering, but the energy that it, it spent them, uh, and and that allowed you know the Warriors. And again, this was the third Utah game in four nights. The Warriors hadn't played since Tuesday. I think there was a little bit of an advantage there in the fourth quarter. The Jazz expended a lot of energy to try and come back. They did come back. But the Warriors were able to hang in, and I think down the stretch, the Warriors uh, being the fresher team, even though they were the more shorthanded team, uh, helped them uh, ultimately get out of there uh, with a victory. And then you heard Monty Poole of NBC Sports Bay Area chiming in with uh, Otto and Wiggins and Steph Curry and Andre Iguodala, 32 of the 37 in the fourth quarter. Uh, The Warriors uh, needed every bit of that to uh, wind up winning this one, 123 to 116. All right, let's uh, also go ahead quickly here and, and hear from uh, a little bit from, from Andre Iguodala. Rare that he steps to the podium, but uh, still a podium game for Iggy. Nonetheless, uh, as uh, Iguodala had a nice ball game tonight uh, in 24 minutes, 12 points, knocked down a couple of big threes, did a little bit of everything, eight assists and seven boards, a 12-7-8 and eight game for Andre Iguodala. And here's what uh, he had to say to reporters post game. What kind of happened on that technical from your vantage point? Yeah, I think it was just a misinterpretation with the ref because uh, he, he explained that he thought I had a particular gesture towards his partner, and it was so far from that. It wasn't even close to that. So uh, hopefully uh, I can talk to somebody in the league and do some of my fine money back. Uh, but I'm on that ASAP. You've talked some about <laughs> in the Phoenix game and replacing Wiggins at the three tonight. He's in place of Draymond. You can look at this box score. Um, what has he given you this year? Well, I mean, he's a player who has the correct contract was given to him, but the perception of the contract and the situation that he was in, it hurt his value and it hurt kind of the way he was viewed across the league. When we play with him, and, and that happens from time to time in the league, where a guy is just, I don't know what words to use, he's just wilting away in the wrong organization. Not to say anything bad about Washington. I don't know whose fault it was. I'm not blaming anybody, but he can really play basketball at a high level in his mind. Yeah, eight assists tonight. You know, and it's not like it wasn't like a fluke. Made the right reads, made the singles, and those are the things we're looking for. You know, especially guys coming off the bench or come in a game. Like we all know, Steph and Draymond are two guys that can have all the turnovers, and we can't have that many turnovers. He's done a great job of taking care of the ball, but making the right plays and. In the post, no one's known that he's had a post game like this. I was going on the, our scrimmage the other day, scored a few buckets on me in the post, and he's legit 6'10", and he's shooting 40% clip from three for his career. And um, I don't know if you're giving him a lot of credit, but Jacob Rubin was talking to me about Otto this summer. And, you know, his body of work hasn't been enough. Uh, he hasn't been in the right situations to really show himself, and Jacob had been pushing him for a long time. And, I think two days in, I was like, oh, wow. Like, he's got it. So he's one of those guys that's going to continue to play big and then have important minutes for us. You mentioned the scrimmage. Clay was in the scrimmage. Mm-hmm. First time you played with him. Uh, what did you think? How did he look? Alan Iverson used to always joke that uh, Maurice Cheeks had a, a doc eye. He only passed it <laughs> to Dr. J. 
and in the scrimmage, I, I kept passing it to Clay. But that wasn't like on purpose. And it, like the fifth, sixth time, I'm like, I'm not trying to pass to him, and I just keep finding him, and he just keeps scoring. And Wiggs and I were talking about it after the game. I'm like, I, I kept getting assists from him, but I wasn't looking for him. He was like, bro, he doesn't dribble. I'm like, you know what, it's going to open up for other guys? And he was like, it's just, it's just crazy. But we got to get through the bumps in the road because that comes with anything that you do in life, and there's going to be some bumps. So we got to just fight through those and keep ourselves at a steady level with our minds and, you know, because you can win a lot of games in the regular season and then you can blow it in the playoffs. So we just got to keep focusing on not just winning the game, but playing at a high level every single night. And even if we lose, I'd rather lose at a high level than win a bad game. So we just got to keep playing high-level basketball. There's a, it's always felt very far off, but you guys have to purposely kind of try to push it, you know, into the future. But it, it obviously feels very close now mm-hmm. that we're scrimmaging with you. Are you gaining anticipation for it? Um, I've told myself to, like, not have that too much anticipation because everyone was, you know, reporting different things. And, you know, you don't know that the toll it takes on a person trying to get back. And you're hearing so much about yourself. Like, even if he's not looking for it, it's, it's just so much news. It's going to enter your you know, your little bubble or whatever you try to do to stay away from him. It's going to seep in. And I've tried to not do that with him with our interaction. You know, I've always tried to, you know, Keep helping him push forward from that day, because good stuff there from uh, Andre Iguodala uh, talking about Clay Thompson in the uh, much uh, ballyhooed scrimmage time that he was able to get with the starters and, and with others uh, in Denver and the Warriors making the most of the game that was postponed against the Nuggets a couple of days ago. And uh, yeah, it, it's getting close. It, it's getting real close to Clay Thompson coming back uh, for the Warriors. And it's just uh, another level that it gives uh, them the potential to reach. And you look at, at the levels they've been able to achieve over these last few weeks. And in particular, these last couple of Saturdays with wins against their top two uh competitors in in the Western Conference and, and the top two teams in the Western Conference from a year ago, Phoenix and Utah, and shorthanded wins at that. So they're winning games shorthanded, uh, and then they're getting Clay Thompson back in addition to everybody else. I mean, that's, that's pretty scary uh, for the rest of the league. Uh, high praise as well for Otto Porter Jr. Uh, with respect to uh, the assists. My go- I mean, he had five assists in the first quarter. I mean, it was unbelievable. He was moving the rock. I mean, a 27-8 and eight game for, for Otto Porter uh, tonight. And, and big shots and, and smart play. And, and, I mean, what a, what a great signing uh, he turns out to be for this Golden State Warriors team. And uh, playing a, a lot more than I think anybody would have anticipated because of just what a, a tremendous fit he has been. Uh, and the job for Steve Kerr is going to be pretty difficult as far as trying to figure out. And we heard from Steve Kerr earlier. Uh, he talked about the depth and the versatility, but also the character of the individuals and the players that are comfortable enough to where they may not like the fact that they're not playing 
for a stretch or in certain games, but they're professional enough to stay ready if they're not and be ready when they get thrown into games. And I think that's going to be, uh, as Steve Kerr tries to carve out, who's going to get every night minutes. And I think we know who a lot of those players are going to be for the Warriors. Uh, you know, Steph and Clay and, and, and obviously Wiggins and Draymond and Looney and, and Jordan Poole's going to get minutes and Peyton's going to get minutes and Iguodala is going to get minutes, and, and Otto Porter, I think, uh, without a doubt, is going to get minutes. I mean, those four absolutely uh, off the bench. So that th- those nine are probably going to be getting minutes on a night-in, night-out basis. And the other slot or couple of slots are going to be up for grabs. And between, I think, Bielitsa and Kaminga and Juan Toscano-Anderson and others – James Wiseman, Moses Moody, among that those last handful of players that I mentioned, a lot of those guys are not going to play, uh, you know, for g- games or multiple games in a row. But then they're going to be spot players for when Steve Kerr decides. Okay, it, basically two of them are going to play every game, but it's not necessarily going to be the same two, <laughs> and, and that means that you're going to have to be staying ready and and being able to get thrown in and, and make a positive impact. And, and the Warriors do have the kinds of players that can still make a, a positive impact on things, even though they haven't been playing. And that's a testament to uh, the way that this uh, Warriors roster has been built. Uh, one quick little hat tip, Marcus Thompson of The Athletic put out a nugget that I wanted to hand out as well and give him credit on it because he had tweeted it out. Uh, and I hadn't mentioned this uh, in all the things that, that we've talked about over the course of the last hour. Donovan Mitchell tonight, uh, four of 19. Uh, he did get to the free throw line 11 times, but four for 19, two of nine for three, uh, the worst field goal percentage of the season for Donovan Mitchell and the worst uh, shooting game that Donovan Mitchell has had since a three for 15 game uh, a year ago uh, in January of, of 2021, as we now enter uh, with the new year, 2022. Uh, so hat tip to, to Marcus for, for passing that note along. And uh, it speaks just to the, the defense that the Warriors did on Donovan Mitchell uh, in this game tonight. It was, it was terrific and, and a big time key, to their success in this one, holding the Jazz overall to 43.5%. Utah evened it up in the second half as far as the three-point shooting, Uh, one of the top three-point shooting teams in the league. Uh, They were 4-for-21 in the first half. It was 10-for-23 in the second half. Uh, They closed the gap, but the Warriors uh, ended 17-of-32. So over 50% in this ballgame were the Warriors' Uh, from three-point range, and they wound up with a, a nine-point advantage from three uh, in a game that the Warriors won by seven at 123 to 116. All right, that's going to do it uh, for me. Uh, appreciate the help of uh, Sterling Bennett and everybody else uh, in our San Francisco studios cutting highlights and uh, logging uh, the post-game press conferences uh, and the like. Warriors back in action a couple of nights from today at home on Monday uh, as they will take on the Miami Heat before heading right back out on the road. Up next for me tomorrow morning, bright and early, 9 a.m. It's a special edition of Warriors This Week. Whitey Gleason will join me uh, for that one. Uh, We'll take your calls. We'll react to this one, and uh, we'll talk about what has been a pretty successful last couple of weeks uh, for the Warriors as uh, we now head into 2022, 9 a.m. to 11, right here uh, on 95.7.
in the game. So that'll do it. Warriors win over the Jazz to improve to 28-7. and seven. Uh, And you heard it all right here in your home for Warriors basketball, 95-7 the game. Good night. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.